In this week's parsha, we read the halacha of the Ben Soira Umoira, the rebellious and disobedient child. Rashi explains that the etymological root of the word Soira is Sar, to stray. This child has drifted and deviated from the path set forth by his ancestors. Chazal tell us, Ben Soira Umoira, Lahoyev Leosad Lios. This is one of the three mitzvahs in the Torah that never happened and never will happen. So even though in practice an actual Ben Soira Moira will never happen, Hashem placed its law in the Torah to teach us a profound lesson. The Pasik says that this Ben Soira Moira, a nenu shomea bekoil aviv u bekoil imay. He doesn't listen to the voice of his father, nor to the voice of his mother. We know that every word in the Torah is concise and precise and meticulous. So why is it that the word bekoil is repeated twice? The Pasuk could have simply said, He doesn't listen to the voice of his father and his mother. Why the redundancy of the word Bukoil? And the answer is that with this repetition, the Torah is teaching us a very powerful lesson in Chinuch When a man and a woman enter into a marriage, it's imperative that they have similar views and mutual goals for the family they hope to raise. Unfortunately, the husband and wife sometimes do not see eye to eye in their aspirations for their children. The parents themselves are not on the same page as to the goals for their children. Or possibly, these parents have totally different objectives and different ambitions in their own personal lives. Different theologies, different hashkafas, and as a result, they don't pose as a united front for their children with a unanimous message. So the Torah is telling us, Do you know why this child is not listening? Because There are multiple voices in the house. He's exposed to multiple messages. And when a child is subjected to such parents, to a koil aviv and a koil imoy, each parent pulling him in opposite directions, the child receiving those mixed messages can end up being a ben soira a rebellious child. Every morning we pray for the spirituality of our children. We ask Hashem, May we and our children, and our grandchildren, we should all know your name. We should all live a life of Torah. But we also add the words, Unfortunately, we all know somebody, perhaps a family member or a friend or a neighbor that is struggling with a child. So every morning when we say those words, we should have them in mind. They should also find sweetness in Yiddishkeit and have a connection to Torah. The Yaris Davash writes that when we davish my Esra and we say Atta Gibar, the brach of Tchies we should have in mind all the people that are physically alive, but their nashamas are dead. All the nashamas that are not connected to Yiddishkeit. They too should have Tchies HaMesim. They too should be resurrected and find their way back to the ways of their ancestors. I'd like to share with you an incredible story about a bacha that was learning in Yeshiva in Yisrael. In that Yeshiva, they encouraged all of the boys that while listening to the shir from the Rosh Yeshiva, they should write down the shir. So by the end of this man, they will have all of the shiurim nicely organized for them to review. And even years later, they can always go back and review their notes for that Masechta. 
as an incentive, in the beginning of every Zman, the Shiva went ahead and gave a beautiful leather notebook to every boy. There was one particular boy that had a hard time multitasking, listening to the Shir and simultaneously writing it down. And he felt very inferior. The yeshiva put great emphasis on writing it down and he wasn't able to master it. He felt like a failure. So one day he approached the Rosh Hashiva and discussed with him his dilemma. The Rosh Hashiva tells the boy, I'll tell you what I'll do for you. I write down my shiurim in a notebook before I deliver them to the Bacharim. So every night before you go home, stop by my office and I'll give you my notebook. Copy my notes and bring it back to me the next morning. And the boy was stunned. You would really lend me your notebook? And the boy was overjoyed. Not only will he be on par with his friends, but he has the Rashi Shiva's notes. He goes home and he starts writing. After two pages, he falls asleep. He wakes up in the morning and he realizes there were four more pages of notes that he didn't get to write down yet. And he has to return the book to Rashi Shiva. He gets to Yeshiva, he opens his notebook, and he sees that the four pages that he didn't get to write down are written in his notebook, but it's in a different handwriting. Then he recognizes the handwriting. It was his mother's handwriting. She stayed up past midnight to fill in what he couldn't write. And this saga repeated itself night after night. He wrote as much as he could, and sometimes his mother wrote the rest, and sometimes his father. At the end of this man, he had all of the notes. But not just notes, there are Shishiva's notes. That is the paradigm of parents showing their child a united front. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.